today on the Tearsheet Podcast. Launch with GS as a whole is all about investing in diverse leadership teams. And there's all different types of diversity. There's diversity of gender, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation. And so for us, when we think about the landscape, you know, it's not a one size fits all approach. And the more time we spend out in the ecosystem, meeting with entrepreneurs and meeting with investors and really studying those investing gaps, the numbers just shocked us. So with less than 1% of all VC dollars going to entrepreneurs of color, we saw a really unique opportunity to meet founders and work with them earlier in their journeys. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Zach Miller. Today's guest is Gemma Wolf. She's the head of Launch with GS, Goldman Sachs' $500 million investment strategy in funding early stage companies built by diverse teams. Through Launch with GS, Goldman is trying to increase access to capital and facilitate connections for women, Black, Latinx, and other diverse entrepreneurs and investors. Since its inception in June 2018, Launch with GS has deployed more than $230 million globally across businesses with diverse leadership. Joining Gemma is Jean Brownhill, founder and CEO of Sweden, a home renovation marketplace, and a participant in Launch with GS's new Black and Latinx cohort. I'm Gemma Wolf, head of Launch with GS at Goldman Sachs. And Launch with GS is an investment strategy focused on investing in companies and investment managers with diverse leadership teams. And Jean, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Jean Brownhill. I'm the founder and CEO of Sweeten. Sweeten matches home renovation projects with thoroughly vetted general contractors while offering expert tools, advice, and financial protections at no additional cost to homeowners. I'm really glad you both are here joining us. So, so first of all, Gemma, can you tell us a little bit deeper about what is Launch with GS and why Goldman Sachs um, decided to start this initiative? Thanks for having us on the podcast. Launch with GS is Goldman Sachs's investment strategy anchored in our belief that diverse teams ultimately outperform. And so it's a for-profit returns-oriented initiative that's focused on investing capital in companies and investment managers with diverse leadership teams. And we started this for a few reasons. One is we saw a clear market opportunity. There are very distinct investing gaps that exist across the venture capital ecosystem by which women and entrepreneurs of color have been receiving very limited amounts of capital historically. So last year, less than 3% of all venture capital dollars in the US went to all women founding teams and less than 1% went to companies led by entrepreneurs of color. And for us, that feels like a misallocation of capital and therefore an investment opportunity. And then secondly, we do believe that diversity is good business. And so we believe that businesses that have diverse management teams, diverse teams at their companies ultimately outperform. And there's a lot of data to back that up. And then I think the third thing is that we believe there's a really, really strong pipeline. And so for us, it's all about putting capital to work. So Jim, I want to follow up that my question with another one. Um, so what is the Black and Latinx cohort? And why did you decide to focus on those groups for this next phase of Launch with GS? Launch with GS as a whole is all about investing in diverse leadership teams. And there's all different types of diversity. There's diversity of gender, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation. And so for us, when we think about the landscape, 
you know, it's not a one size fits all approach. And the more time we spend out in the ecosystem, meeting with entrepreneurs and meeting with investors and really studying those investing gaps, the numbers just shocked us. So with less than 1% of all VC dollars going to entrepreneurs of color, we saw a really unique opportunity to meet founders and work with them earlier in their journeys. And we also wanted to be able to deliver the best of Goldman Sachs to companies, regardless of where they were in the capital raising cycle. And so the Black and Latinx Entrepreneur Cohort is an eight week virtual experience where we're working with 14 companies who were selected through a really competitive process. And we're basically delivering our resources, our expertise, our network to them, both in terms of Goldman resources, as well as those in our external network. And I'm really excited to be here with Jean today, who is one of the entrepreneurs in that cohort. Thank you. And that's a great segue to Jean. Jean, I want to hear more about Sweden and um, I guess use that as to flow into how you first heard about the Launch with GS program. Sure. Well, again, thank you so much for having us. Um, so Sweden is a company that I started in 2011 after, you know, my own very frustrating renovation experience. So I'm an architect by training. I finally had saved up enough money to buy a home uh, in Brooklyn, New York and renovate it. And like so many homeowners, I had a really, really challenging experience and thought, you know, there's, there's got to be a better way. It was clear to me having worked on multi-million dollar projects as an architect or in architecture offices that, that the, the customer that was just a hardworking homeowner who had saved up enough money to renovate their home, you know, where the budget between say 15000 and $100,000, that segment of the market was wildly underserved. And, and that really... Um, motivated me, like probably a lot of entrepreneurs to solve the problem that, that I was having myself. So we have a two-sided marketplace that allows homeowners with renovation projects to post their project and get matched to one of our general contractors that has been thoroughly vetted by someone on my team. We not only vet them and then match them to your project, but we also track those projects all the way to completion. And because we have that transparency, we actually are able to also provide an additional $50,000 of loss protection on each project that's awarded on our platform and actually uses our tools to transact that renovation. So you can have, a, so homeowners can have, you know, a modern experience, you know, they expect to be able to have a transparent online personal experience, and now they can have that through renovation as during their renovation process as well. So that's that's how I started the company and how I met how I met Gemma and the, the launch with GS team. You know, unfortunately, I am one of very few African American women who have raised um, a significant amount of venture capital, and I say significant only um, in relationship to one another um, and the threshold of over a million dollars not significant in the overall ecosystem of the venture capital available. As Gemma said, um, you know, specifically African-American women have received 0.06% of venture capital dollars. So uh, in 2015, there was a list of all of the African-American women who had raised more than a million dollars of venture capital. I think that list was 12 people. And I think 
Gemma and the launch team reached out maybe to all 12 of us. I'm not hmm. sure, but <laughs> that's how we first got connected. And we've been in conversation about the, the work that they're doing with launch for, for at least a couple of years now, Gemma, I can't remember. When was that? When were our first lunches and coffees and conversations a while ago now? I think it was probably a couple of years ago at this point. Yeah, and, and so it's really been through those conversations and, and through you know now the experience um, being part of the cohort. I joked with Gemma, I was like, oh, I, I could have asked for so many more things if I've known I was gonna help also <laughs> like be part of the conversation of the lot of the cohort. I didn't realize I'd also be a participant of the cohort. And I'll tell you this, when Gemma says that it was a rigorous process, you know, Goldman has certainly not changed any of their criteria. They are still Goldman Sachs and they absolutely have probably more information about my company, have done more thorough um, diligence on my company than, than the vast majority of my investors, really. Um, they, are, they are absolutely serious about finding the best, um, the best entrepreneurs and I'm really fortunate to have made the cut and to be part of the cohort. Well, thank you for sharing the sweetened story, Jean. I appreciate that. Um, Gemma, can you tell us what the Black and Latinx cohort entails? So the Black and Latinx entrepreneur cohort is a virtual experience that was designed specifically with founders in mind. And, you know, Jean just shared how we were originally connected, but she left out the part where I went to her and I said, if we were going to design something from scratch for you and your business, what mm. would you want from Goldman? And Jean was really there with us, helping us design that, think through what would be the best experience because we didn't want to provide just another accelerator or incubator in the marketplace. There's already so many amazing experiences out there that founders can apply to. We really wanted to design something that would be uniquely Goldman Sachs and allow us to do what we do best and allow founders to do what they do best, which is run their businesses. So even before COVID, this was designed to be primarily virtual. The only thing that changed in a pre versus post COVID world is originally we were going to do a kickoff at the beginning of June at our headquarters in New York City and do an investor showcase at the end of the summer in New York City. Those two experiences are both virtual now, but all along, the bulk of the eight-week experience was designed to be virtual so that Jean can be on the phone with her contractors or um, with potential customers and then pop in and out to the content that we're providing. And the content you can think about in two main buckets. One is bringing in thought leaders and industry experts and some of our partners. We're working with Cooley on the legal side. Carta on the cap table management side mm. and Red Antler on the branding side. But then a big chunk of what we're doing is fully customized to each entrepreneur. So Jean has a whole team around her at Goldman, which includes senior partner sponsors of the firm and includes investors, bankers, research, anal research analysts, basically anything that Jean needs and her core strategic priorities for the next several months, that's what we're trying to deliver. And what's the role of Goldman Sachs leadership or employees in the program? 
Goldman Sachs leadership and employees are so excited about this cohort. I can't even tell you the number of emails and pings that I get every day about how can I get involved or I saw this company, I can offer X. I think, you know, it's been a really, really challenging few months for everybody. These are just such crazy times. And I think the, the energy and the excitement around the entrepreneurs is real and it's manifesting itself in a way that people are spending time on the weekends thinking through what introductions can I make for the entrepreneurs or who do I know in my network that could help them with this one problem they're trying to solve or who could we connect them with for potential customers. And so um, there's actually a whole network of people within Goldman Sachs who are involved in launch with GS throughout the year. And then throughout this eight week experience with the cohort, each company has that team around them. So, you know, we're an organization of over 40,000 people. We, we actually received a lot of referrals from everybody for people to apply to the cohort. And then when I think about the day-to-day -day of the 14 companies, we probably have about 200 people involved at this point. Amazing. And Jean, back to you. Um, what made you decide to apply for the program? And, and I guess with what expectation did you have to, to get out of it? Yeah, so... You know, I, I think that through the conversations with the launch um, with GS team, it was clear that they were that they were they were committed to doing something that would meaningfully change our businesses in a positive way. And you know, of course, a lot of the other accelerators and other programs have similar commitments and similar um, you know proposals in the beginning. I think a lot of the entrepreneurs in the cohort itself were, we all applied because we were excited to be, you know, part of something that Goldman Sachs was doing because of the excellence um, that they represent. But honestly, we were still all a little skeptical and, and you could hear it in even the very first calls. We all were very, very excited to have gotten in, mm -hmm. but I think that we were all a little skeptical if, if, the commitment to actually making true meaningful change in our business was real. And I am, you know, thus far, I am really happy to report, as Gemma said, you know, and, and this, she's being very kind to say that I was um, helpful in thinking through it because so many of the aspects of this cohort, I have been surprised and delighted by, uh, including when we found out that we all had a team within GS that was going to support our, pro our, our companies. So, you know, I think, I think that, um, yeah, I'll just, I'll say that, that I decided to apply because I saw the rigor that they were bringing to even the design of the program. And I have been more than pleasantly surprised to see that that rigor is, is real. I mean, my goodness, when, when <laughs> the first conversations and calls I've had with partners, MDs, analysts, anyone that is on, you know, my team um, really has treated me as if I am a Goldman Sachs client. And, and I think that that was one of the really important differentiations and Gemma started this conversation by pointing it out, you know, Goldman Sachs is still being Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs is interested in making the power of the capital markets available to their clients. And that's what they're doing for us. And 
it's been extraordinary truly to have uh, at every level, I mean, partners, <laughs> partners at Goldman Sachs who are, you know, probably responsible for trillions of dollars are quoting back to me an interview that they saw that I did in 2013. I mean, that wow. is That's real wild. commitment among the firm to know us, to know our companies and to be truly helpful to us. And Gene, have, have you gotten specific networking or mentorship connections from it yet? It sounds like you ha- are making those. I absolutely have. And in fact, I have, I have um, introductions, not only to, to, as I said, to the, my team internally at Goldman Sachs, but to external partners that I have been wanting to partner with for a while. Um, and so that's, you know, really exciting. And these are folks that have deep, long part, uh, relationships with these companies that I have wanted to partner with. And so for them to extend the social capital that they have built over decades to make introductions to me is really meaningful. Uh, back to Gemma, um, you started mentioning that, you know, the, the framework of the, of the program uh, was designed to be remote. Um, or there doesn't seem to be a residency requirements. Are there other ways that the pandemic has affected um, the program? To be honest, the timing has been completely bizarre. So we had been planning this for a while. We were working on the design for over a year and we had also done a lot of work. You know, Jean mentioned some skepticism. And so we knew that we had to build some relationships ahead of announcing this so that people knew it was the real deal and knew that we were really excited about this. And we opened up applications on March 2nd. And so if you think about the timing across the U.S., a lot of the shelter-in-place orders went into effect that first or second week in March. And in conjunction with opening up the applications, we also hosted several events with key partners across L.A. and Atlanta. We had one planned in Oakland and New York. We were able to just get in the L.A. and Atlanta events. And then due to the timing, the Oakland and New York ones were actually canceled the the day before, unfortunately. But um, we had opened the applications on March 2nd, and then we closed applications on April 17th, I believe. And then we announced the cohort in mid-May. And if you just think about what's been happening with COVID, it's just been very bizarre. And, you know, one of the things that we looked at was, did we have any impact on our applicant pool based on the environment that we're in? Mm -hmm. And I do think one of the things that was interesting is the number of healthcare focused companies was smaller than we had expected. So at Goldman through our investing business, we focus on four main sectors, FinTech, enterprise tech, healthcare, and consumer. And we were hoping to have, you know, a pretty good mix across the four. And I think that that was probably one of the impacts of COVID, which was Mm. those healthcare startups were so busy responding to the current environment, either pivoting or raising capital or just addressing their customers' needs right now, that I think we might have seen a drop off in healthcare applications. Although we do have an incredible healthcare focused company in our cohort called Care Academy. Um, And so I think that was probably one area that might have been impacted. I think outside of that, you know, we really view this as an opportunity during unprecedented times to work with all of the founders and companies in our cohort, you know, get through this period, but then really look for the future and think about that future growth coming out of this. 
And, and so Gemma, sticking with you, um, and thinking about the future, does Goldman Sachs intend to take a stake in the companies? Is how, how explicit is that or implicit? Um, and how do you prepare those companies, I guess, all your cohort companies to, to go to market, to raise money? So launch with GS is all about access to capital. I think, you know, we could offer all of these connections and introductions, but if it's at the end of the day, if these companies don't have access to capital, they'll, you know, that's such a key part to growing and scaling their businesses. One of the things that we heard when we went on a listening tour to understand what was available out there and what founders were looking for was that the timing of these incubators and accelerators did not always match up with their capital raises and their capital needs. And also that founders and entrepreneurs were looking at different types of capital opportunities, whether that was equity or debt or even building and growing the business profitably. And so what we wanted to do was create a cohort and an experience that was focused on access to capital, but it wasn't all about the capital. So it's not a requirement that companies are raising capital or that we necessarily take equity stakes, but we designed the cohort in a way where we're excited about all of these companies and the potential prospect for Goldman to invest. And a lot of what we're doing this summer is also focused on building out relationships with top tier investors at the various stages. And all of the cohort companies are at pretty different stages in, in their journey. And the experience will culminate at the end of July with an investor showcase. It's invite only where we're inviting in our clients, VCs in our network, all different types of people who may or may not have had exposure to the entrepreneurs in the past and creating an opportunity for everyone to come together. That sounds amazing. Thanks. And back to, to Jean, um, do you intend to get an investment from GS? Is that interesting? And I guess, how do you think about fundraising, you know, from this point on out anyway? Yeah, well, uh, I certainly, you know, would be, I'd be open to an investment from GS. I'd also be open to the possibility of them taking my company public, you know, they still might have a competitive process, but definitely candidates for both. Um, <laughs> Obviously, I'm we definitely we definitely <laughs> want to see Gene IPO one day, and we definitely what a story that would be from table. launch from GS to to public markets. That'd be a beautiful story. You know, I have to I I said it somewhat jokingly, but but not. I actually I do feel that we will look back at this cohort, you know, in however many years, five or ten years, and there will be absolutely companies that have either gone public, become unicorns, like that is so clear to me because the amount, if, if you just think about, you know, the, the, so many people talk about what it takes to be an entrepreneur, the grit that it takes to be an entrepreneur. Every single one of these companies is run by a minority founder that has had to have to overcome tremendous obstacles to be able to get where we've gotten. For me, I've always thought of this last leg of the journey. So the journey from where we are right now to IPO is really the shortest leg of my journey, right? The, mm. the rest of it was the hard part. This, right. this now feels like certainly not a hundred percent guaranteed, but having resources, having this incredible brain trust within GS, helping to think through the next, the and hopefully last leg of the journey to public or a massive liquidity event. I mean, that, that part comparatively feels real easy. So I know other folks 
will probably be like, oh, she has no idea. Um, but I will just say that the journey to get here has been very challenging for everyone in this cohort. And, and really, I, I'm not a, I usually don't put down bets, but I'll, I'll put down a small wager that one, if not multiple um, of the companies in this cohort will be you know, companies that you absolutely will know about in the future, whether that's through their IPO or through a massive uh, M&A deal. We'll definitely keep tracking the space. Uh, Jean and Gemma, thank you both very much for joining us on the Tearsheet Podcast today. Thank, thank you. you so much for having us.